These are practical things that I have done on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook. Just taking what I've already prepared on a Sunday morning and then putting it out there on the other social media platforms. Hey everybody, my name is Joshua Verwers and welcome back to the Digital Ministry Podcast. This is episode number eight and we are talking about social media for small churches. That's right. Social media for small churches. What does that look like? Uh, For those that do not know, I am the pastor of a small church in Sheraton, Iowa. It's about an hour southeast-ish of Des Moines, which is the capital of Iowa. And uh, I mean, it's when I'm talking small church, I'm talking we're kind of like under 50 is where we've been at and kind of all we've been. It's in a community of maybe 2000, I think, is where Sheraton's at and the surrounding communities. I don't know if there's a single one that's above maybe 6000. So it's kind of a small rural area, and I've been the pastor of that church as the lead pastor since 2014 and as an assistant pastor prior to that since about 2007, I believe, uh, which depending on when you're listening to this, that would kind of date you or date me a little bit and tell you about how long I've been in pastoral ministry. But let's just say, I mean, I got a good decade under my belt. And then when it comes to social media. I have seen some of the trends come. I've seen some of them go. I've started to implement them. And it was about 2018 that I really got serious with trying to jump on the social media platforms and see what could I do to take that message that God was giving me and share it with a broader audience. And it really just came down to me understanding and my my knowledge of what the Great Commission was and simplifying that if I could to say, go where people are at and preach about Jesus. And so that's kind of what I wanted to do. And I just wanted to go anywhere I possibly could. And that meant that it wasn't just going to be in our local community and it wasn't just going to be around, you know, that surrounding area. It wasn't even just going to be in the state or even in the country or even going to different areas in the physical world. It meant I was going to step out and try to do something in the digital world. And so that's what I was wanting to do. And that's what I was trying to do. And it led me down this path of really trying to check out the different social platforms. What are they doing? What do people want? What type of content are they consuming on these platforms? And how can I take that message that God has given me and wrap it up in a package on that platform to where people could enjoy it? And so that's what I want to jump in. And I want to give you guys some practical advices, uh, some practical tips on on what I'm doing and what I'm seeing. Uh, But I also want to let you know that I'm going to kind of cover as I go through here and I'm going to go down a list, five, four, three, two, one. And I'm going to cover what I believe are the top five social media platforms as of today, March 22nd, 2021. I have come to the conclusion that the top five are Twitter at number five. It is TikTok at number four, Instagram at number three, the YouTubes at number two, and Facebook being number one. And I've kind of come to this type of a idea of where this ranking system would be based on what I've observed, what I've seen, 
what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing other people doing, and also looking at some of the digital trend reports that have come out. And there's a great one that you can find uh, by We Are Social and Hootsuite. It's a lot of data, but if you start to analyze through it and you look and really dive deep, I think you'll probably come to the same conclusion that I've come to where in the last few years, it's kind of a back and forth race and number one slot between Facebook and YouTube and what they do. And YouTube's kind of this, this different beast when you think about a social media platform because it's a search engine, it's a video hosting site, and it's a social media platform all wrapped into one. So it's it's one of those that I, I'm looking at that data that we get. And while I do believe there is more usage of that on any given day than what Facebook is doing, as far as it being more of the social network side, I think there's a little bit less because I think some people are actually looking at that more as a search engine just for specific answers and not engaging as much as some of the others. Anywho, these are my rankings. If you don't like them, let me know what yours are in the comments below. Love to hear it. All right, so let's go straight in here. And I want to go with what I believe is number five on this list. And I believe number five is going to be Twitter. And here is a practical step for those that are looking at this and watching the video replay or that are watching video live. You're going to see on the page right now, this is my Twitter account. It's twitter.com forward slash Joshua Verwers. And the two that I have on here, one of them I just posted 15 minutes ago before we went live. This is actually one of those main points that I took from my sermon notes. And last week, the, the Sunday morning message, we were talking about questions that Jesus asked. And one of those questions was, um, why are you so afraid? You know, the, the disciples in the boat and there's that big storm that's brewing and Jesus is in the back and he's sleeping. And so one of those little points that I just wanted to make was that I would rather be in a storm with Jesus than in the calm without him. And that is a tweetable sentence. That is a quotable tweet or a tweetable quote, whatever you want to put. One of the biggest things I think that you could do for a simple strategy for your Sunday morning message is to take some of those quotes, some of those points, some of those main ideas that you've got and sprinkle them throughout the week on Twitter. Twitter is short characters. It used to be 140 characters or less. Now it's about 280 characters or less. And when I go through my Twitter feed, it is mostly text. So there are some links, there are some pictures, but the vast majority is text. So one of the easiest ways to do that is just to do that. And I'm from my experience on Twitter, being on the platform here for a while, I think it says that I joined in October of 2014. Some of the biggest responses that I have gotten have just been from those statements. Right above this, this is a pinned tweet I've got, which has gotten, I don't know, 37 likes, 10 shares. And I just changed that last month or back in January. And that was, if you'll fix your thoughts on God, God will fix your thoughts. These are just those little sticky statements that sometimes we as pastors will put in there. But even if you go beyond that, some of the other stuff that I'll do is I'll just put the scripture that I used some of those scripture notes that I've got sprinkle those throughout. And so just throughout the week, you can send some short text out there. It can be a thought. It can be a point. It can be, you know, that, that phrase, that quote that you want to put in there. Sometimes as we're studying, we find all of these extra quotes that we would love to add in. We'd love to be able to sprinkle some of those quotes throughout our sermon, but we realize if we put all of them in, 
Well, now we've got way too much. These type of text-based posts are a great place for all of that extra stuff that just doesn't fit into your Sunday message that you're already preparing and you're filtering through. Sprinkle them throughout. And you can either do this like I, I've done both, where leading up to the sermon, I'm sprinkling some of these thoughts and some of these scriptures. And then afterwards, I'm kind of sprinkling them throughout, which is almost that repetition that really helps people and gets them to little uh, think and process that. And maybe just kind of pull in that message and adapt it in their lives a little bit better. So number five on the list I'm saying is Twitter. And one of the easiest things you do is just take some of those sermon notes, sermon thoughts, main ideas, and just tweet them out. Pretty simple and basic thing. All right. Number four on my list I'm going to say is the TikTok. And the TikTok, I just noticed that I've got this weird overlay that's kicking on here. And so TikTok, if you're not familiar with it, uh, where have you been? What rock have you been hiding under? We're basically talking about short form vertical videos under 60 seconds and most of them under about 15. And I, I've seen a lot of success lately with those that are even shorter than that. Uh, so what I want to do is I want to play through this one that I've got here. Uh, hopefully all of the audio and everything is going to work great for you guys that are listening. Uh, and this is just one of them that I had posted. Ah, oh, man, I don't even know when, uh, but it's kind of a, all this was, it was basically the exact same theory that we're talking about with the, the Twitter where I had this thought that I wanted to share, but what I wound up doing with that is then I got home, I set up the camera and I just recorded me saying that thought. Now, granted, I like editing. I love video editing. So I added a little bit of something in there, but you don't even need to do that. Set up your phone and just record a quick 15, 20 second video of you saying that same thought. Great way to get these little bite sized, you know, messages back out there. And here's one that I'll just play it real quick. It's what it looked like. There are always temptations around, and yet Jesus told us that in those moments, what we really need to do is just watch out and pray. So do just that. That's all that thing was. It was just as simple as me just saying, hey, Jesus told us to watch and pray. And it was just a little thought that I had based on the scripture, wanted to throw it up there, and it wound up getting some traction. One of the other things that I've found lately that has been very successful is just taking some of the Bible verses that are out there uh, and just sharing a quick little thought on that. Uh, like, here's one from yesterday for you real quick, just to, to give you a thought Here's what yesterday sounded like, and at this point, it's not even been 24 hours, and it's got 2,500 views on it. Do not stop praying. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Sometimes it is as simple as just doing that. It, it really can be as simple as that. And some of the comments and some of the, the replies that I'll get back from things like this are people that are saying, I read that verse earlier today and I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. I'm not sure what that meant, but then I prayed and I saw this video. Thank you so much for the answer. Some of these things that we as ministers can take for granted where it's just a simple thought and it's a reinforcement. Sometimes it's like, don't stop praying. It's really as simple as that because too often, as you know, Sometimes we'll overcomplicate things. So that may be a quick, easy way for you to use TikTok. And there's other, you know, different aspects like that where you've got, we've talked about this in the past, YouTube shorts, as well as Instagram reels. 
short vertical videos. Take those tweetable thoughts, take those little scriptures, give a quick little, you know, commentary on it if you want to. It is simple. It is easy. One of the other things that I have seen others doing on here on TikTok that I haven't done, but it is a great idea and there has been a lot of response is other pastors I've seen, other Christians that I've seen that have just hopped on there and recorded a quick 60 second prayer. And all they'll do is just kind of come up to their phone and say, hey, I just want to pray for you guys real quick. And then they just say a prayer. And for many people, that may be the only prayer that they've received that day. They've received that week. They've received their life. So that's just another way that we can wind up using some of these social platforms to really try to get that message that God has given us. And so if you're already kind of preparing that stuff, how easy is that to take it and just add to it? All right, let me jump over here on the next one. This would be number three on my list. It is the one and only Instagram. I gave this uh, this message a couple years back at our annual conference, and it was uh, it's actually on this podcast as well. It's the Social Media Simplified uh, talk about why we would want to do this stuff. And all I did in here was after we were done, I just grabbed a, a, my camera and I set it up and took a picture of myself. Threw a little bit of text on there, in a in a really quick photo editing app, I think that might have even been, I don't know, I might have even done like Canva or something on that. I can't remember how I erased that, but uh, I know while I was there, I was talking to him about using Canva because it's a free photo editing app. And it's it's really one of those things that you can just take a quick picture. Another thing that you can do is if you're also recording uh, your your messages, your Sunday morning messages, Here's another example of something that I did where I took that message that I was giving, and this is like meta. You ready for this one? This is a meta share. If you've got it, what you're seeing is a, st- a screenshot, and this screenshot was from one of our Facebook Lives that we were doing back in the day when we were using the cell phone, and it was just sitting in the front row. And then I wound up taking my tweet that I had used where it's pride makes excuses, humility makes adjustments. And I copied that tweet and I threw it on top of this photo and I wound up sharing that over on Instagram with just a few extra thoughts and some scriptures. And to do that once or twice a week, again, you can take this from your Sunday morning message. You've already got it prepared. It's not like you've got to study and, and look for a bunch of more you know, ideas on this. It's just kind of quick and easy. I've already created it. I've already made it. Here's how I can take this and then spread it across on different platforms. So that would be my recommendation for, you know, Instagram. Instagram is a photo-based app. If you aren't familiar with it, again, what rock are you living under? Take a quick photo, something like that. It's a simple and easy way that you can take your Sunday morning message, get a quick photo of yourself, get a quick photo. Maybe it's of your Bible while you're still up at the platform or your podium and you snap a quick picture of it. You snap a quick picture of your notes and everything, and then you just drop in a little caption on it. It doesn't require a lot of extra work for what you're doing. You do that once or twice a week, and all of a sudden you're taking that message that you created for Sunday morning and you're expanding it onto more platforms with very minimal effort. And again, this is coming from a small church pastor, and I understand the pains of small church ministry where you don't have a lot of resources and you don't have a lot of you know, personnel to be able to really kind of help with some of this stuff. But with some minimal effort, you can start to do this stuff. All right, here's another one. We're going to go on to my number two platform, and this one is YouTube. Now, 
If you guys are not already video recording your service, you need to start video recording your service. Just start doing it. There's no excuses. You got a cell phone, grab that cell phone, record it. If you've got a nice camera, record it. If you don't have a nice camera, record it. If you don't have any of that stuff, start asking the people in your congregation if somebody has it. You record those messages, invest in just a, a simple microphone. It doesn't have to be anything too fancy. Just get some good audio, some decent video. And then what you have is you now have that message and you can start to use it in different ways. One of the best ways I think that churches could start using that, especially on YouTube, is if you think about their Sunday morning messages, sometimes you've got multiple points, break those up into little clips and you can sprinkle that throughout the day. If there's kind of one of those main idea points that you could get across, all right, condense that down into it. Or if you want to go a little bit above and beyond, you could do something like what I'm doing here on the YouTube channel and I'm trying to create these vlogs. Now, this is an example of how me recording my Sunday morning message and I just recorded it. It was already recorded. It was sitting there. My wife is doing a vlog. We did a spouse vlog swap. And here's an example of how we wound up taking what she was creating for a vlog and then wound up using that little sermon clip. Or then I just wanted to say that during the service, there was something that Pastor Josh said that really stuck out to me, which it was, it's not about perfection, it's about progression. I don't have to be perfect in everything. It's not about perfection, it's about progression. It's about trying to get better. And I can't make my life better because Jesus already did that. This was just an example of how Genevieve was talking and giving her uh, her day, basically covering her day, just kind of doing a day in the life type of a vlog. And part of that was being at church. Well, then she just wound up giving a little bit of thought on that. And this is something that I've done quite often myself with my own vlogs. And it doesn't have to be on a Sunday. It can be throughout the, the week because here I am and... Just throughout the week, I'm just kind of talking about something that happened at church. And then it was like, oh, wait, you remember when you remember, Josh, you, you were preaching on Sunday and you just said this one thing that would be a perfect insert for this vlog. And then I'll just grab that because I've recorded the message and then put it in. And when you're already preaching, you've already prepared the message to record it. Very minimal effort. And even if you're doing this on like a Facebook live or something, there are different apps that are out there where you could basically just go back in, watch it and screen record a little bit. Uh, stuff like OBS uh, would be a great one. It's a live streaming platform, but you can use that to kind of screen record and you'd be able to do that even if you weren't recording the service itself, but you just live stream the service and you wanted to grab that one little clip easy way kind of take it download it and then throw it into a video like this just another way that you can use what you've already created what for yeah for social media purposes all right now let's get on to number one what i believe is kind of the current behemoth of the group and that would be facebook and apparently i did not even scroll down on this so what i'm going to try to do here is if i can um, I'm going to try to scroll back on this, but I'll set this up. So this post that I, I'm trying to get and I'm trying to look for, it was in May of last year. So this was during the lockdown, during the quarantine here in Iowa. It, the recommendation was 
churches, even of our size, the small churches, we shouldn't be uh, meeting in person. They wanted us to kind of still do that. So we were, we were just following those local guidelines. But one of the posts that we did in just kind of prepping people and getting them ready for the Sunday service, it was one of the most popular posts that we had posted on Facebook the entire year. Like in the last year, one of the top ones, it is the most popular one that wasn't video itself. And part of that, those video numbers are a little skewed for me because we wound up boosting a couple of those posts. So we paid for some of that extra reach. This one was not boosted. This one was all organic and it got quite a bit of attention. And the Sunday we were leading into, I was heading over to my grandma's and we were just going to be sitting around her kitchen table and we were just going to be talking about basically the previous Sunday's message because as I had been preaching it, she had some thoughts. She called me afterwards and I told her, hold on, save that. I'm going to come over and we're going to record this and that will be next Sunday's message. And so while we're there and we're sitting at the table, uh, I believe I had my son with me and I told him, hey, grab my phone real quick and just take a quick picture. And so that's exactly what wound up happening. And as the computer is slowly getting there, wow, we had a whole lot of posts and we we're almost there. Um, as we were getting there, this is the photo. This is the picture that we wound up having right here. And so this was May 23rd of last year. And it says, we've got a great message lined up for you tomorrow morning. Uh, apparently there was a typo. It's morning, not morning. And you won't want to miss it. So join us live at 1030 right here. That post right there. Me and my grandma just sitting there. You can see we got the camera. We got the softbox. We're ready to go. We're ready to kind of just dive into the word and start studying this out for the Sunday morning message. But while we were already there doing what we did, take a photo. The same thing can happen with you and your sermon prep. So for a, a pastor that's already doing his prep, I mean, just you got your phone right there. If you're sitting down at the church, at your office, if you're at home in your in your desk and you're just kind of you got your Bibles, you got your concordances, you got, you know, logo software up on the computer. Everything is going. Grab that phone, take a quick picture and then just convey a little bit of how excited you are for the message that you're about to deliver this weekend to build a little bit of anticipation. And it it's not any harder than that. While you're already there, it just takes a moment, pull yourself aside, grab that phone and drop that in there. That is what I'm thinking are some great and simple ways, as well as showing you guys how I have actually done that. These are practical things that I have done on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook just taking what I've already prepared on a Sunday morning and then putting it out there on the other social media platforms. If you can start to come up with this type of a strategy and how you can implement it on the platforms that you really feel God is calling you to, it then becomes so much easier to try to recruit some of those volunteers in your church. And even if you've got somebody that you notice somebody that, the, you know, in the church, they're always on Instagram and they're active on Instagram and they take the great photos with great filters and their captions are just, they're amazing. Ask them if they would be willing to kind of, I don't know, manage the church's Instagram account and let them know. All I really need you to do is just take some notes of a couple of the, the quotes that I've got, maybe some of the scripture that I use around those quotes. 
snap a couple photos during the church service and then post those. That would be easy, not too difficult. And especially when we've got, if you've got some younger ones that are in the church, some of those youth, it's a great way to really try to enable them to help out and start to use the things that they're already familiar with and they know how to do it. And then you've just kind of created this guideline for how to kind of operate in that way, how to take that Sunday message, how to take your sermon and turn it into a social media post. So I hope those kind of helped you guys out. If you have got some other ideas, I would love to hear them. Let me know down in the comments below.